step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. We're embarking on an epic journey through the frozen glaciers, volcanic mountains, and treacherous seas. Join us as we set sail on longships, or I try to get them to, but they won't pay for it, and explore the unknown, braving danger and discovering untold treasures that lie beneath ash and snow. Grab your weapons, sharpen your wits, and put your back into the oar, because the adventure starts now. We are starting the very next day. You have finished your rest. You're waking up in the morning. Uh, it's a cold day. I want everyone to give me cold checks here. That is endurance. Ash is slowly falling, not as thick. Uh, it's, most of it's being caught by the canopy of the, the trees above you, the dark, dense forest. How are we rolling here? And I've got a great wow. four on, so that gives me plus one gear dice cold checks. Um, I have a mechanical question. I have warm-blooded at rank one, where I roll half as often as normal to avoid becoming cold. We'll cancel this one then. Okay. Yeah, go cool. ahead and skip it. I will do such a thing. I'm glad other folks mentioned uh, gear because I have a blanket, which gives me a plus one, which was needed because I did not succeed in all the rest of my days. So one. You have like. Uggs and a fuzzy hat as well. <laughs> yes, from from a for flavor, uh, the generous audience did uh, gear me out quite a bit, but that's all for flavor. <laughs> so I have uh, you do. Uh, Gunk got two successes. Good to go. All right, Bacho, what were you saying? I have uh, I have four strength and a great uh, great fur on, and uh, so that's five dice, and I rolled five ones. I will not be pushing that. I did not wanna, succeed. <laughs> you sure you don't want to push? Go that would push break it. my strength. I would ball. <laughs> All right, so Bacho, will, you take not. the cold condition. All right. Uh, a couple of you are huddled up with blankets. Bacho, you were keeping watch the entire night, and you stayed a bit away from the fire trying to see into the darkness a little bit better, so that's probably why you're so cold right now. You just weren't able to stay warm enough. That that air is just so bitter and so harsh. Zaldrin, you wake up. You have your blanket on. You have to dust off all the ash that's accumulated. And you see Kipser with, surprisingly, a slight smile on her face. Kipser, you had a rough night. You had a spirit haunting you of some sort bringing back all sorts of bad memories. However, you were able to successfully fight those bad memories by thinking of a very good memory. What was this memory? Um, so as you kind of look over Zaldrin, uh, Mirren's kind of playing a little bit with her bracelet. Now, uh, Mirren Leafwalker is kind of a child of both the wild and the hearth. She's enjoyed hunting her entire life, as well as a fine meal with the full utensil set. Um, and she's kind of clearly lost in her memories because she is always kind of telling stories and she has these fond memories of her grandparents telling these stories. But her truly, her best memory is kind of uh, actually not about her grandparents in the hearth, but her best friend, Issa Snowborough whom some of you met last session. 
Once upon a time, as all good stories that Gran and Gramps used to tell, uh, Issa Snowbirl was laughing and running ahead of Mirren with her own bow drawn. Uh, this is Mirren's best friend, sorry, Gunk. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, and she's got dark hair and blue eyes, and they're supposed to be hunting rabbits and boars for a feast tonight, but instead they're scaring everything away. Uh, and just being loud and happy halflings out in the woods. And Mirin, in her mind's eye, can see how eventually the dark teeth and shadows will come out and come after them. But for now, it's just innocent and fun. And Isa runs over to Mirin in her hands. She has a bracelet that she gives me. And it's my birthday and it's a little charm bracelet made of silver. It's got these little feathers and a little leaves uh, and it is uh, going to be my good luck charm forever. And I look at Issa's face and it's whole and unsullied with blood and gore. And this is the moment in which I am the happiest that I've ever been. One a uh, slight point of contention I have. Um, this is a fantasy setting, so we can't say birthday. It has to be like your name day or like Earth Remembrance Day or Celebration of Life Day. What, the... what, what would the halflings call their birthday? Ooh, what would the halflings call the day of first feasting? The day of first feasting. I like that. That's great. All right. So we have her birthday, her day of first feasting gift. Uh, Zaldrin, you see uh, the smile sort of disappear off Mirren as she wakes up, uh, comes to, and sees the setting around you. The forest itself isn't extremely scary or anything like that, especially as the little bit of light is coming in. But knowing what could hide in the dense canopy, that's what causes the real fear. Uh, let's go ahead and roll a food check as you all break your fast here. Uh, Zaldrin, how much food did you buy before you left? Because that was something we talked about last session, how you ran out. Oh, goodness. I should have an answer to that question, and I don't have an answer to that question. Um, it's one silver per resource die. So if you wanted to have a D6, that would cost one silver. If you wanted a D8, it'd be two, et cetera. Uh, I'll do one silver for a D6. Okay. And Mirren, you rolled a one, so your your resource guy die goes down one step. It can't, so I am out of food. All right. Oops, I failed my food roll at a d six, so I guess I'm now out of food. Also. All right. So the food the the party is hungry. They will not have a feasting day today. This you guys feels like vengeance to me. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, what are we using our audience dice for? Because we have like two dozen of those. Uh, let's hold purposes. off before we decide that we can spend audience die on resources. Because that could be a slippery slope. That's fine. I will just starve to death. Everyone, please know. That's what I want, Steven really. So that's fine. me to starve to death. But no, I totally get it. It's resources. <laughs> resources are supposed to be carefully no, you're, managed. You're fine, so you're fine. I get it. So the party's getting around, uh, packing up camp. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to be doing before you leave or just continue trekking forward? 
Pacho is miserable. He just wants to get on the move, try to get some warmth back in his body. He's frozen solid, literally pulling ice slobber out of his muzzle. And we got to go. We got to move. Frozen to the bone gunk. It is. It is fine. We we will we will find sunshine soon enough. You will warm up. Uh, the the movement uh, activity will probably warm you up as well. We will we will be fine. And don't worry about food. We can hunt. We can forage. It is a forest. It will provide. All right. Um. So we are going to go ahead and go into the tra- travel rules. Then who is leading the way? Who's keeping watch? Um, is there anything else you guys would like to be doing? If you guys want to hunt, that is an option uh, to try and uh, gain some resources there. Uh, I'll lead the way. I, I forgot the entire time last time that I've got Pathfinder level one, which gives me a plus one to lead the way anyway. But if that's okay with everybody, I'll lead the way because I've got, yeah, even now I've got a four in wits and and uh, two in survival. So it's seven dice. I would like to hunt while we're traveling. I won't necessarily okay. be hunting able to is pay. something you can do, but you will not be moving into a new hex. Is the thing. Hmm. All right, I'll hold off for now. We'll we'll starve a little bit. Okay. That's okay. All right, that's a little better. Four sixes. Four sixes. Uh, was someone keeping watch during this, Zaldrin? You were were keeping watch the last session. Are yes, you going to do it again? I will do that with one success. Okay. Thankfully, as you continue trekking forward, the forest begins to thin out. You have to start the day where you're going uh, single file, bacho, you're clearing a path uh, wide enough for the horses to get through. Uh, Zaldrin, you're leading one of them. The other one might be tied to the other halter or Gunk or Mirin, you're leading the other one. The forest begins to thin out you can see further. Uh, it's a bit of a clearer day. There's ash slowly falling, but there's no fog. So it, it feels a little less oppressive as you uh, get into the uh, regular forest instead of dark forest here. Uh, do you guys want to go uh, north or south to Terran? Uh, you're going right one hex, but you're going up or down. North. Let's go south. Let's go north. <laughs> Already said south. Somebody was going to say something. We should go first. back to Roachdale first. <laughs> well, we could try to go back to Linden again. Uh, it's a sandbox. You can go where you want. Just give north me a heads sounds up. Sounds good. <laughs> I think or we south. went south. You already went south. That's fine. Too. All right. Both are fine. Bacho's leading the way. You find yourself following along a bit of a valley. Uh, there's soft rolling mountains to either side of you and a little bit of a creek uh, running through this, uh, the, the valley next to you. And you, you found that that's the easiest way to travel is it's cleared up. There's not as much vegetation there. A lot of the creek is frozen over. Uh, you can still hear water running underneath, but the way it is now, it's ice. You could walk on it if you want and use it as a bit of a road. Right now, you're uh, walking through the ash and the snow to the side of it. Coidwig uh, Wield Griffin, that's how you pronounce it. It's Welsh. No, it's not Welsh. Welsh doesn't exist in this world. All right. 
you're following this valley and you see up ahead that it begins to widen. The creek itself begins to feed into a lake. Uh, the lake appears to be almost entirely frozen over. And it gives you quite a bit of sight uh, distance-wise. It's a rather large lake. You can see there's actually a building on top of the ice. Uh, it stands probably 10, 15 up above the ice. It looks like it's stone. As you get closer, you realize that it's probably in the ice. Uh, this lake most likely flooded the area, and there's just remnants of a tower that are still above water level here. What would you guys like to be doing? Well, should, should we investigate? There may be opportunities for us there. Yeah, I'm if the uh, ice is a little bit thinner, I pull out my like hook and tackle. We might be able to grab some fish. Maybe with that, since it's a stone tower, we could maybe even potentially put a fire in there and I could warm up a little bit. Yes, uh, sort of deal with some of our, our necessary needs a little bit. Sounds like a good idea. You begin to head out uh, towards the tower. Before you get on the ice of the lake, you want to make sure that it's thick enough. You kind of brush away some of the ash and snow to test it, especially for the horses. Uh, Mirren, as you've brushed away some of this ice and snow, you see your reflection. You see that you look frazzled, to say the least, after your rough night. Uh, you've got ash in your hair. You start combing it out a little bit. And then as you uh, look back, you see your friend standing behind you with the gash wide open on her head. You can see scalp underneath, blood running down. Mirren freezes like doesn't say anything, doesn't move to look or anything. She's her face tilted over her shoulder, just getting a side eye behind her at a at Issa, just a little bit too close and a little bit too unwhole anymore. And she's just like not saying anything and not moving at this point. The rest of you would notice that Mirren seems frozen staring at her reflection here. Mirren. You still smell of cinnamon, but you also stink of fear. The ice is thick enough, we'll be fine. Do you also smell another being here, or is it just me right now? I don't know. What do I smell, Stephen? Uh, go ahead and give me a, a test. Uh, what would you like to roll for this? I guess wits. Yeah, um, I'll take wits. And... Uh, I don't know. Survival, lore, scouting, insight. How about insight? Uh, let's do, if you're specifically focusing on smell, let's do scouting or survival. Okay. It's all the let's same. Let's do, it's good. yeah. I mean, they're, they're Either all the same. Either one. So. All right. Uh, two sixes and two ones, so I'm not going to push it. You take a big whiff. This is something you... Do quite often, you catch people's scent, specifically for tracking. You smell the two horses. You smell Wolford. He's kind of the strangest scent of you all. It's a little slightly perfumed scent. 
gunk with his earthy mud smell. Zaldrin, yourself, it is harder to smell because you're so cold, the air is so thin, but you catch everyone. You don't smell anyone other than what you're used to. Baron, it's it's just us and the horses and that stinking pomp who's trailing behind us constantly. The meat bag on two legs. Wolford, that's his name. He looks so sad behind it, behind Bacho there. If you promise, and you'll keep track just in case there's anything bloody that comes out. I will, Marin. Okay. Stay close to me and I'll keep you I'll keep you safe. Marin, are you show. still are you still looking at the reflection? Oh yeah. After a moment, you see Issa give you a smile. And the blood that's running down her face kind of like runs into her smile and it begins dripping down. And then she lunges for you. What are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm like fucking or sorry, I'm falling backwards and just like spider crawling like as quickly and as far away from agility move. Okay. Uh let me just do a quickly agility is five. Uh and a move is zero. Okay, so just agility. That is one six and two ones, so I'm not pushing it. One success is enough. Uh, you see the reflection move, and you are already so tense and on edge that you immediately throw yourself backwards, begin spider crawling to the edge of the lake. Looking up away from the reflection, you don't see Isa at all. When you're away from the reflection, you have no idea what Isa is doing, whether it's even in your head or not but you do know that nothing grabbed you. Uh, nothing was able to touch you as you threw yourself away. I look at the snow. Are there any prints or anything behind me? Only the ones that you all have left. Okay. Okay. It's just me. She's not there. And I'll go and like essentially uh huddle up next to Bacho as as he is my safety blanket right now. And he'll he'll actually take a knee and he'll be like, why don't you ride on my shoulders? Uh, yes, please. It's, I don't know. I keep seeing her now. I think we got too close. It's okay. It's okay, little friend. We'll, we'll get to the stone tower and we'll be safe for a while. Yeah, I can I can get us some fish, maybe get some fresh food. And well, I won't cook it for you. So it's definitely going to be like a more juicy fish. But I know I have no, no cinnamon. So Bacho will uh, he will put her put Mirren on his shoulders and and make his way back out. All right. Uh, Wolford will uh, speak up at that point to Zaldrin. Uh, are you sure you want to take the horses out there? They'll be out in the open. We won't be able to get them up in the tower. I can keep them here, you know, in the tree line and keep them in, safe from the wind if you want. And goes where I go. I'm not Except saying she won't go where you go. Like we'll Warren's be within sight of each other. I'm like good you'll be, now. you'll be able to see her. Okay. Well, what about the other one? Uh, cloud. I'll take that one in the woods if y'all want. I I'm just trying to help. 
That's all I'm trying to do. I just want to be a productive member of this group. Can I insight check to see if he's trying to take a horse and run away? Go ahead. Make an or am I check. too distracted right now? We'll say a minus one because you're distracted, but you can do That's it. That's fair. That is a two and a four. I have no idea. He, I, I made it opposed. He did get a success. All right. So as far as you can tell, you know, you have no reason to doubt him. Other than the normal reasons. <laughs> yeah. Other than history and what we know of him. He has been ride those. or die with you the whole time. <laughs> right. Just as for Wolford, he's like, whatever, the they, whatever they say, Wolford, if, if you go to take that horse and you disappear... I'll hunt you to the day you die. And when I catch you, I'll eat you alive. Watcha, we're friends. We don't need no, these we're threats. Not. No, they're my friends. You so far have been useless. If you want I'm, to be I'm my trying friend, to help right now. Well, if they let you and you're still here in the morning, we'll reconsider the friendship talk. But if you're gone, know that I'll hunt you till you die. I... I solemnly swear I will not leave in the middle of the night. What what, what are those three fingers? What is that? Oh, it, it was fingers. just a thing. When uh, back, you know, around my fifth or sixth first day of feasting, um, the, I I was in uh, something called the the scouts. Yeah. Uh, so we started swearing by that way. Yeah. What it means is those are the first three fingers I'll take before I move on to his entrails. Oh, I see. You hold up the fingers that you're offering that will be lost if you Wolford goes don't so white. keep <laughs> the promise. Oh, that makes I, sense. I understand this custom now. I don't know that I will engage in it, but at least I understand. So you <laughs> don't risk your whole hand. You only risked three fingers. I wonder what that means. I'm that, keeping that, that Ben really by my side. Yeah, we'll go and you start traveling across the ice. Um, this lake, you have many, many times. It's an icy lake. So it's an icy lake. It's a, it's a cold, icy, icy lake. lake. Cold. Boy, look at all that ice everywhere on this lake. It's just so <laughs> ice much. and snow. We step carefully. Uh, frozen. No more reflections. Let's, uh, let's pick on Wolford <laughs> some more. <laughs> hey, Wolford. Um, you're all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, so you, you notice that there's many layers, uh, to it where it's frozen many times over the, the snow gets packed down, freezes again. Uh, you travel out to it and you find this stone tower. It looks like it used to have a roof to it. Uh, the roof has long since collapsed and, uh, rotten away. It was, uh, wood coverings properly thatched. It's about 15 feet up. The stone is not smooth, though, so it would be fairly easy to climb. Uh, there is no way to get Ven and Cloud up there, though. What would I you, can, guys, you guys like to do? I can scout it out with either Gunk or Mir, and if you want, you can hold on and I'll climb up the side. I'll, I'll stay here, yes. I will go. 
I, can I mean, see I'll stay sometimes. on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Bacho and Gunk give me move tests. Uh, Bacho, give me a minus one because you have a hobbit on your shoulders. That's fair. Two sixes and a three. Two sixes and other stuff. All right. Both of you, your claws dig into the uh, concrete that binds the stones, the mortar, and you're easily able to pull yourselves up. Gunk, you go up a bit quicker, whereas Bacho uh, really lodges in his claws and heaves himself up. You get to the top, and the wood floor seems to be mostly intact. It's definitely ancient. Uh, testing your weight on it, Gunk, you go first because you're lighter. You feel a little bit of give to it, but it seems solid. Bacho, you go up after, and it it does seem uh, to hold you. Uh, there is a trap door in the wood here. Uh, you can lift it up and see that there is just darkness down below. It looks that there used to be some sort of ladder or maybe like scaffolding that would spiral up this tower that's long since gone. Can we light a torch and see what is uh, going on down there? Absolutely. Gunk can just see. Oh, yeah, you do have night vision, Gunk. I forgot. Uh, So, Gunk, you look down and you see it's about a maybe six meter drop, about 20 feet. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's earth down below. Uh, looks like solid ground. It doesn't seem flooded or anything. You do see a dead body down there. A body that's been long dead. Many, many years. So, um, good news and bad news. Good news, it's not flooded. Uh, bad news, uh, there appears to be a body uh, at the bottom. Long dead, uh, but... Uh, Peculiar, nonetheless. The uh, and you said the like the like the, any, any sort of stairs or anything or ladder going down has been kind of yeah. There's ruined. rubble uh, and wood scraps and a few stones uh, scattered about the floor, but nothing that would be able to. If you went down, nothing you'd be able to uh, line up. Um, Gunk uh, would like. Is there like a like a stray piece of stone or anything up here or just a piece of debris or something that he can get. Yeah, of just, course. He wants to get it and just drop it onto the dead body just to make sure. I was going to do the same. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a, what do we want to say? Marksmanship. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at agility stuff. Uh, I got one six. But if it's going to require any more, I have three. It won't require more, but you can push if you want the willpower. (laughs) No, it's okay. Let's do it. All right. So you take a a piece of scrap wood uh, and you chuck it the right angle. Hit some square on the head. Uh, No movement. Okay. Well, I think it's definitely dead. Uh, we We could go down. Does anybody have rope? Oh, I don't bring any other than, well, I've got the fishing line, but I don't think anyone could really hang from that. No, no, that is dangerous, yes. No, but I have a blanket. I could tear it into strips and we could knot it and one of you two could go down your lighter. Okay, okay. Uh, but, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
One sec. Zaldrin, do you have rope? He'll call down the tower. Uh, no, I don't. We, we really should have packed some of that. Next town, <laughs> next town, we should really I, get some. And not being there, she would say, I have a blanket, though. You could probably tear it into strips and braid it into a rope. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and I do have like an extra. St- I probably wouldn't have brought the extra staff. That's too much. It probably would be on one of the horses. Uh, okay. If you want to lower me down, I, I, I will go down. So, uh, yeah, he will uh, strip his blanket into, into strips and, and tie it together. Do you yeah, want a go crafting ahead. roll for that? or No, no. Okay. I think you've got sharp knives and you can tie a knot. Uh, go okay. ahead and take the blanket out of your inventory and throw yep. in a rope. Uh, here, Gunk, you can borrow my dagger because I think it'll be easier to maneuver with than a staff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That is very nice. I hope I will not have to use it, though. Well, the dead. Right, 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 right. But, Don't uh, worry. If something happens, I'll be down there in a moment. Even if I can't get back out, I'll take care of it. Sure, sure. We are, we are panicked. It will be fine. We will, I will find treasures. We will have much money. We will go to this daring place. We will buy so much actual rope. It will be good time. Yes. All right. Um, you begin lowering down gunk. Gunk, you're kind of slowly spiraling as the the blanket unwinds you don't quite have uh the 20 feet from this blanket but it's pretty close uh you just land just a, a few feet up it, it's an easy jump it's not like you take damage or anything you start looking around you see a lot of rubble and rubbish uh all over the body doesn't look to have any sort of like obvious wounds like there's no real stab marks on the the clothes he was very uh well clothed uh like thick furs and things like that looked to be like an adventurer maybe uh someone like you guys looking for some treasure could um could i make a a a healing test possibly to try to determine if um you know something else transpired you know something like yeah i'll uh, take healing okay all right, all right. I do have a point in that. Let us go. That is fail. I will push. Okay, that is pass, but I did take one point of... Uh, so I got one six, uh, but I did take a point of empathy. All right. You start investigating the body as best you can. It looks like the body has been here at least a decade. It's cold. Mm-hmm. So it preserves the bodies better. It's not out in the elements, but it's mummified a bit. As far as you can tell, there are no injuries. Uh, It doesn't look like they uh, hit their head or broke any bones or anything like that. So you start looking around the rest of the room. We'll go ahead and include this in the healing, but you start uh, finding underneath some of the rubble, you find a very old rope. You look up and you can see how the roof kind of collapsed above that trap door. You see the timber is just broken at the right spot. Likely they had a rope tied to that timber and the, the roof collapsed 
and they were trapped down here. Okay. Very, uh, very, very unfortunate for this one. Uh, hope it is not bold the same for me. Okay, okay. Uh, two things. Um, I'm looking for any other ways uh, to move around this tower, if there's there any other. Yes, so there of- is a, a single wooden door that leads out of this room. Okay. And then secondly, is there anything of value on this body? Uh, you find four copper pieces. Okay, well, that's not bad. I'll take it. <laughs> Just like a value, I said. I know, I said, I, I don't think you heard me properly. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, and maybe those furs could help out Bacho later, but Okay. So I'll call back up. All right. It looks like he just died from getting trapped when the uh, tower collapsed. Uh, does not seem to have awoken to attack me. There is a door down here, though. I could keep going. Um, uh, there is a, a very old rope. I am not sure it will be uh, useful to us. Can Can you tie the rope to the blanket and we can pull it up and maybe throw it on the other side so Zaldrin can come up if we tie it up here somewhere or Bacho can hold it? Okay, yes. Okay. And so I will do whatever I can to see if I can get this old rope that we found. Uh, yeah, you can easily like coil it up and uh, tie it to the end of uh, the blanket. Okay. Uh, they have to like lower the blanket a little bit more for you to be able to reach it. Maybe you stand on some rubble too to make it easier, mm-hmm. uh, but you can get it back up to them. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do that. And then I'll just, um, and while they're sit doing whatever there, there is up here, I'll just sort of look around, listen into the door. That kind of stuff. Just stay alert, basically. Well, Stab the body out. a few times. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nothing happened. It's Marin. good to confirm. <laughs> Marin, can you check this rope to see if it's any good still? I know you're you're good with with that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, give me crafting. No problem. I uh, definitely helped make a few ribbons for that. Let me see here. Crafting. Uh, that is not bad. I'm just going to. That is one success, and that's also another one, so I'm not going to push. Uh, the rope seems to be in decent enough condition. It's definitely seen better days. It's frayed in a few places. It There's a chance that a couple places where it's frayed could give away. Uh, but for the most part, you feel like you could trust it. Can I combine Bacho's blanket to sort of reinforce the rope so that it's whole, more whole again? Yeah, we'll say that's the same crafting check. Okay. Uh, so that, uh, yeah, I was going to say... If you use the rope, we'd roll a d6, and with a one, it breaks. But if you're going to combine it like that, you can strengthen it. We don't have to worry about that. It'll just be a solid rope. There we go. Now we don't need to worry about uh, the heavies coming up and down, as long as we can find somewhere safe to tie it up here. Bacho, do you see anything? Let me look around. So he'll, he'll look for an anchor point up here that we can tie off to. Yeah, and there are plenty of stones uh, and like uh, wooden supports that, that stick out of the stone that you could tie off to. Okay. They just happen to choose the wrong spot. Okay. Zaldron, do you want to come up? 
Uh, and Zaldrin will just sort of look at Woford. I'll watch the horses. I don't mind. Oh, that's not what you're talking about. Like, no, I, I, would I steal your horse? No, that's not me. I'm not a thief. I would never do that. Wolford, why don't you come up and then Zaldrin will follow you. The horses will be fine for a while by themselves. Yes, I will push you up. I will, and she'll kind of have the, you know, hand So wait, 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 I I am kind of scared of heights. I just want to throw that out there. I'm also not good in dark spaces. There's a whole long list of things that you are not particularly good at. Uh, We don't need to be mean. We don't need to go tit for tat. You know, you have bad breath. I don't bring that up. It's fine. We have torches. You'll be fine. And she's just sort of like pushing him up. All right. Uh, And he, uh, with the rope, you guys don't need to make the movement checks. Uh, You're able to get up the tower. Uh, Are you tying Ven and Cloud together? You know Ven won't wander far off, but Cloud you don't really know as well. Yes, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, So then you follow up the rope after, uh, and you're all up above in this tower. Gunk, you said you were listening around. Sure, Um, yeah. As you put your uh, rat ears to the door, you hear the sound of rushing water. Oh, okay. Uh, is it ru- like rushing as in like river or does it-, it just sound like uh, like current of uh, like it's underwater and they're sloshing against the side? Like a splashing, like uh, maybe there's a leak or like a, a waterfall of sorts, but it's definitely echoing. It's not like you're you know, there's pressure against the door or anything like that, but it's echoing through the hallway on the other side or the room on the other side. Okay, okay. And I don't sense anything, like, unnatural or, or anything from the door or through the door or anything like that. Um, Are you using your ability to sense, like, magic? Is Remind me how that works again. Okay, so it's... so. I can if it's within short range or if it's an item I hold, I can tell if it's charged with magical power. Um, so that's basically it. So as long if it's within short range, I would kind of, I would kind of be able to know. I would also, I would have to use the spell to like and cast it to get, um, more specific info, but just sort of basic. Is there a magical sense coming yeah. here? Okay. Um, no sort of magical aura is emanating from this door or anything like that. Okay. Um, too old to twitch. Thank you for solving the bad Beth, bad breath problem. Uh, <laughs> Zaldrin will be very happy to have that tin of Altoids. Apparently, everyone else will be happy that Zaldrin has a tin of Altoids. <laughs> <laughs> Woford, most of all. All right, so the uh, four of you are up on top of the tower. Gunk is down below. Are you guys climbing in? Mm-hmm. All right, so you light up a torch. Uh, you start going down single file. Um, as long as no one's leaving the room, I'm not going to say order matters. Uh, but you can test the weight of the rope. It seems pretty sturdy, seems solid. Uh, the first one of you comes down, no problems. You give it a tug to make sure that it's anchored securely. It seems like it is. The rest of you follow down. Um, who's holding the light? Wolford. I have of torches, so. I'll... Wolford? Yeah, Wolford can hold the torch. I'm very good at it, and I, I'm scared of the dark, so it's probably better that I do. He and you're scared of fighting, too, from what I've seen, so you just hold that torch. I 
I am very brave when circumstances require. And he is just gripping this torch. He's white knuckling it. You did just fine with a climb. You were all like, oh, I'm afraid of heights, but you did just fine. You climbed right up that road. Well, you know, I'm very fit. You know, I work out quite often. So it, it, it's not the exercise that's the problem. Mm. I know I've seen you run away often. Got to practice cardio. You got to have cardio. All right. So what is our plan of attack for going in this room here? I mean, Bacha would probably go first just to make sure that everybody's safe behind him. I'm tempted to have Wolford first because he because <laughs> we they, could have they come down have they come down the rope yet? When you I think yes, everyone is down the same okay. level. Yeah. So yeah, I'll fill in like I, I hear water on the other side. I uh, might be a leak somewhere, or or it could be uh, the uh, uh, could be there is uh, the entire tower is not secure. So just uh, I would say be careful, move slowly. But uh, but I will be right behind. If Bacho goes first, I'll be right behind, so I can constantly see and all that kind of stuff. So, Salzman will bring up the rear. So I will go in the middle, and probably keep Wolford with me with the light. Right, <laughs> he's right next to you. All right, so you open the door, and you find a vast hall. Uh, it has an arched ceiling. The flickering torch kind of illuminates it a little bit. As you look up, you see that it's extremely well decorated up above. Um, there are whalebone arches uh, that look like they are either decorating the main support or are the main support for this ceiling. And then, surprisingly, still very well maintained, there are paintings uh, in between these arches of various sea creatures. There are whales, there are sea serpents, there are pike beasts, um, all, all sorts of beautiful paintings up above. Looking down below the room in much more disarray, there used to be some sort of like stone benches and a few stone tables, kind of like a feasting hall, but many of them have been pushed out of the way or broken or overturned. Uh, there are benches in a bit of a semicircle, and you can see uh, remnants of what used to be a fire in here. Uh, you can see stained on the uh, tile floor. And then there are several more bodies in here as well. There are more bodies. You guys see these bodies? Yes. Uh, I, I think so they like the aquarium effect of this. It's quite nice. I'm sorry, guys. We are going through room. a major storm in my area that I'm playing through right now. I know. Now we're just, we're just filling for you, buddy. It's all no, good. I'm sorry. We're, I'm we're sorry. covering. We're enjoying. We're just covering. Enjoying the art. Enjoying so the there view. are several bodies in various uh, stages of decomposition. Some of them are fairly mummified, like the one you just saw. Others are very skeletal, like they've been here a long, long time. On the far end of this room, you can just barely pick out from the torchlight, there is a carved face in the stone wall, a large face, probably 10 feet tall. And where the eyes are, there are openings, and water is just gushing out of both of the openings, like just torrents of water pouring out. They're flowing into a pool of some sort. There, there's a small containing wall. Uh, as far as you can tell, the water's not overflowing. 
you're not close enough to see if it's draining anywhere though. When you say face, is it just like a, is it just like a, like a, like a very plain like carving with the, or does it look like a door? This is the type of, is it look more, is there something I could roll a lore check on if that can identify like something about the culture? I'll or? give you a lore check from seeing everything around. Absolutely. Okay. Can I roll a check to see if this looks similar to the woman's face that was crying? You don't need to roll a check for that. It does look similar. Okay. I was just looking up her name as well. (laughs) Yeah. I'll push. Okay. Uh, I got one success, but I also took a wits damage. Uh, But one success. All right. I am showing you all a legend that you guys are unlocking here with this successor. Gunk, you are realizing that you and the legendary Ekfelin, it was a church dedicated to the goddess Brita. And it was built on the shores of a lake. Uh, and it was well known as a pilgrimage for Brita's followers to uh arrive, offer sacrifices, seek her blessings, especially sailors uh, were especially fond of Brita. But after the eruption of the volcano Kadaran's pyre in the beginning of the Veiled Age, the lake filled with so much ash that it overflowed and flooded uh, much of the valley, including the church, until only the top of its highest tower could still be seen. As the world grew colder, the, the lake froze over, and you know that this has become a popular adventuring site as many people believe that there is a great treasure underneath here. However, no one's brought it back. Uh, so Gunk will uh, imagine all of that in sort of like Gunk's voice and the last part um, as he's talking about the treasure, you can see a little drool starting to drip down his mouth. Then there's supposed to be great treasure somewhere in here. No one has brought it back yet, but we are far more capable than them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. But we should we should move carefully, respectfully, of course. But um, there could be something very valuable down here. Everyone oh. wants to take a look at the bodies because I believe the description said that there were some other dead bodies in here. Yes, there are. Quite a few would dead like to count here. the number and remember the number of bodies in this room. So you guys are moving into the room, is what I'm hearing. Yes. Oh, yes. All <laughs> <Sorry>. right. <laughs> we are. We will go ahead and roll our initiative then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. Uh, I got to uh, create an active encounter here. Bring your tokens onto our table. No, I didn't have them ready. What are you talking about? <laughs> As three of these bodies do begin to shuffle and stand up. Buried. All right. So you guys can kind of move your tokens to however you want to be. I would have been in front, but. And let's go ahead and uh, roll our initiative, guys. Adding you to the tracker there. So you can click to roll. Oh, crap. Eight. Got a 10. That is two. Nice. Nice. And a one from Mirren. All right. Is anyone swapping? 
Um, I will swap with Bacho. Okay. I, Zaldrin, would you like to go first? I've, I feel like you might be a little bit better to go earlier. I am always interested in uh, running my spear through those that should be run through with a spear. I will switch with Zaldrin. How eloquently put, as Zaldrin would say. <laughs> All right, so we got eventually. our we got our order. Uh, you guys are within short range right now. Uh, this is a large hall. Uh, only three of them seem to be standing up and shuffling towards you. Zaldrin, you are going first. Okay. So does that mean that I'm basically using this turn to just get into near range and then it can attack me and then I'll attack it next time? Yeah, basically this is our ambush range or our uh, shooting uh, turn. I will move close to one so that it can attack me and attack it back later. All right. Uh, so you are up there uh, at arm's ra- arm's length now. Yes. All right. Uh, Bacho, doing the same? Not necessarily. Hold on. I just want to check something. All right. Uh, yep. While he's, yep. yep. I'll do the same. Okay. You going to take a different one or the same one? No, I'll take a, sorry. I'll take this one up here to the north. All right. And then we have our restless dead going here. And they will be striking out at uh, both of you there. First on Bacho. That is one success. I will parry. All right. I get one free parry a turn. And And on Zaldrin, also one success. I got three sixes. All right. So this thing begins lumbering towards you, uh, and it reaches out with a skeletal clawed hand and just slashes at you. And you swing your sword down with the flat of the blade. You just knock that arm away. Zaldrin, are you parrying? Oh, no, you can't because you you move twice, right? Uh, you tell me. If I move twice, then yes. Right. Uh, I think you can't because you had to move from short to near and then near to arm's length. So uh, One second. My, sorry. Okay. I should. My spear is near. Oh, okay. Uh, so you were able to move to near, um, and then would you still be able to attack? To, I think the moving is a fast action, so you could have attacked on your turn. Then. Oh, okay. So go ahead and roll that. All right. Thank you for the right con on that. Um, I'll just roll it from here. Maybe I'll roll it from there. Uh, one success. All right. And it will attempt to dodge, but it won't do very well because I'm rolling the dice. Uh, no successes. All right. So that damage goes through to strength. And then uh, as your spear, you, you 
jab it in the shoulder and it just kind of uses that momentum of you turning it to continue to slash out at you. Uh, and there it will, it already rolled the one success. Uh, so you can make an armor roll now or just take the damage. I don't have any armor, so. Okay, so one strength there. All and that right. brings us to Gunk. Okay, uh, so they've moved, right? But have they, they haven't moved in, in such a way that I can get into arm's length in, in just one run fast action? Do I have to do a double move to get to any of them? You would have to double move, yes. Okay. Um, there is one that still has not gone yet. Yeah, because I don't have, because I have, because I'm using the dagger. I'm gonna say that I left the staff, because uh, the staff also is near range. But I'm gonna say I left the staff, so I have Mirren's dagger. Um, all right. Wait a nerve will. yourself, buddy. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Try to see if there's anything I can do. Last time we had this, I basically double moved and did nothing else. I should have given you my crossbow. I never used that thing. Hmm. Remind me next time I'll give you my crossbow. Okay. This is just uh, like the opening turn in one ring where you get to do the ranged attacks. Otherwise, you're just moving. Yeah, but That's you get I'm to doing. do the ranged attacks. Not if you don't have a ranged weapon. Okay. Uh, I'll just double move up next to Zaldrin. All right. Uh, and then we have the other one who is going to move on to Bacho. And it will... Uh, it's got to move twice too, though, right? It does. Get into near any rage. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that brings us to Mirin. Well, guess what? I have a ranged weapon. <laughs> All right. And I've been pretty paranoid about the undead, so I think I'm quite ready to shoot them now. <laughs> um, so I will use my fast action to, I guess, draw my bow and uh, lock an arrow in it. Um, and then I will use my slow action to shoot the one of the two that is going after Bacho, because he's got... Uh, right. Probably the one in between Bacho and and Gunk that I can kind okay. of get a straight line. That one has nothing. Hit. Yes, um, and that is five for agility, one for marksman, and two on the short bow. One success. Um, I've. Yeah, I'm not going to push it because one of my ones is on the short bow and I don't want to lose weapon uh, abilities. Okay, and it cannot dodge. Uh, so that success goes through uh, and it plunks through. You hear uh, kind of like a, a leather puncture sound as there's no real moisture left in this guy. Uh, just a thunk as the arrow goes in. All right, that brings us back to the top. Zaldrin. I'm going to swing my uh, spear at this one again. Uh, that is uh, two successes and two damage. All right. He will attempt to dodge. Uh, unsuccessfully. 
right, so that two is two damage. Two damage, and you already did one to it, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, so go ahead and describe how you're killing this thing. So uh, it had kind of turned a bit as, you know, kind of I'd hit it in the shoulder. It kind of used that motion, turned to uh, attack me for one. And so now I've got it, you know, kind of in the the lower side. Um, and so the spear is just sort of running uh, straight through. You're muted. You're muted. Oh, I muted myself. Okay. And it lets out this kind of like <sighs> uh, undead hiss as it still continues like biting you and trying to claw at you, but your spear holds it enough away and then it slumps down to the ground seemingly unmoving. And Saldrin, you know, kind of does the hold it with the foot to kind of pull her spear out of it. And you wrench it free. Uh, no blood or anything like that. This guy's been dead for a long time. So your spear's fairly clean, thankfully. All right. Uh, Bacho. Unless you had something else, Aldrin. No. Okay. So uh, Bacho, for his fast action, is going to swing his blade. Since it's a heavy long sword, he'll get plus one die for that. So he's got three for strength. He's got three for melee. Uh, the two bonus dice, one for sword fighter and one for swing, and then his one gear dice because his long sword's a little damn. Uh, one, two, three, four, five sixes. That's a lot of sixes. All right. Uh, attempting what to he's good dodge. at. <laughs> Ooh, I got a couple sixes there. All right. Uh, he is still standing. Uh, you cleave through, do a solid amount of damage. The torso just kind of like begins to pull apart, but somehow it's staying together and he's still like slashing at you. What else are you doing there? Anything? So, that's my whole action. All right. Fast and slow. Uh, that brings us to the two dead there. Uh, and they're both going on Bacho again. So we got the first one slashing at you, the one you did damage to. No successes. And the other one that was clipped by an arrow, uh, two successes. I will take my free parry on that guy and get three successes. All right. So... You cleave through the first one, doing a massive amount of damage. The other one uh, rushes because it thinks there's an opening, but you bring your sword up, and you just use it to push away that creature as well. And that brings us to uh, Gunk. What are you doing there, buddy? Can I get to one of them? Uh, yes, you can. Fast? Okay, because I swear to God I was going to end the stream. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired of that. Uh, so I'm going to fast action, step over towards Bacho. All I have is a dagger. So I, I, I imagine he's probably used a dagger before, but it's not his preferred. So he's probably a lot closer than he really wants to get. Uh, but he's going to kind of almost kind of go on all fours, has like the uh, has the dagger in his mouth. And then as he gets close, he'll like sort of lunge and try to stab from below. Uh, so let's see. So I, I, I put a dagger in my inventory. Let me check. I think it's one. Okay, so here we go. 
Uh, I'm gonna. I got one success, but I am gonna push the rest of them. I got a success on the dagger die, uh, and I got two successes. Uh, two successes with the attack. All right, gonna attempt to dodge. That is no successes. How are you killing this guy? It was already so, injured with the the arrow to the shoulder. So I come running in all fours, knife in mouth, and then I kind of slide underneath him, uh, kind of between legs. And then I'm just going to take dagger. I'm just going to like, just with no real deftness, just start hacking away at the inside of thighs and kneecaps and things like that until he falls. Good dagger, job, dagger, Doug. dagger. Uh, yeah, you you uh, continue shanking the guy uh, until he collapses, uh, kind of like severing through uh, all of the soft tissue at the knees. He falls on his back, and then you just jump on him and keep daggering until there's no more movement. Uh, Mirren, you see this, and it is now your turn. Nice, nice job, Gunk. I'm going to shoot the last one again and hopefully kill it as well. Uh, it is very injured due to Bacho's hit. Yes. Um, now, I am going to try to do something I haven't done before, which is Path of the Arrow, rank one. When I hit with a ranged weapon attack, I can spend a willpower to find a weakness in my opponent's armor or natural armor, and the armor offers no protection against the attack. Would that? Can I use that as well uh, here? Technically, you could. These guys don't have armor, so oh, it would okay. be uh, fairly wasted. I shall not waste it then and just shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> I uh, do not hit. Uh, I, I sort of aim for it, but then I'm worried and I see gunk kind of coming in after that other guy. And so I shoot up and uh, it goes wide. And got a lot of ones in that roll and no sixes. <laughs> yes, out of, out of fear of hitting your companions, it's becoming very uh, close and chaotic now. You aim a little high and it just doesn't connect. Brings us to Zaldrin. For a fast action, you can get there as well. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why I wouldn't, so I will go over and see what I can do. One success, one damage. All right. Are you going to try and push? No? Uh, you don't have to. No, I'm not going to. How are you killing this guy? Uh, so Zaldrin is coming over as sort of the tall one. <laughs> so I would imagine that she sort of like has spear up as she comes over. And so she's just sort of like kind of up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like right over. Same team, <laughs> same team. <laughs> kind of coming down kind of into the, the chest. And with that, the battle seems to end. The last of the restless dead seems to be put to rest. Wolford's holding the torch up. Whew, that was terrifying. You see how helpful I was, though? You guys could see everything. Mm, gunk, you are a whirlwind of death. I am so proud of you. I, I, I 
I'm not really good with knives, but I just figured hit it with the pointy end, like really fast, like a bunch of times. And it worked. Um, do you want this back, Mirren? I, I, for, I don't have my staff, though. Hold on to it, I think, while we're here, because it, it, I agree with Bacho. You did amazing. Look how, how well you re-killed that fellow. Yeah, did you see I had it in my mouth? Like, oh, yes, was, yes. Very innovative. Into me. I was just so angry all of a sudden. And Zaldrin, you did not even need me here. You leveled the entire field by yourself. Well, some sometimes they hit and sometimes they don't. But Gunk, that, that move you did underneath that works even better when they don't bleed on top of you. You can do that. I don't really mind the blood, messy. to be honest. It's it's actually it actually kind of mixes really nicely with the mud. Kind of crazy. Blood on the texture. fur is good. It distracts the that. enemy. I can yeah. see that. You, you, you would understand. You definitely smell but you have hair, so maybe start rubbing blood and hair and you'll get the feel of it. Uh, I I have, don't really like to spend a whole lot of time on it. And if I do that, then I'll have to get it out at some point. And that's okay. just a whole Fair thing. enough, fair enough. Because I mean, we could cut Wolford and get some in there if you need to. Ah, yes. But always... No, don't joke. I, uh, here, and he hands him, I hand up my light uh, crossbow and my D12 of arrows. And I'm like, oh God. in case you would prefer to stay back with Mirren. Let me see if it's something, let me see how heavy this is. It's, I'm, a, it's I'm a light right crossbow, up, normal weight. I'm right up against my, oh I'm my at 5.5 out of 6. So let me see. Uh, yeah, this is going to put me over. Uh, but I technically don't have my staff on me. I left it back, so I'll yeah, I can carry it for now, if you want it. You yeah. handed the gunk, and he kind of topples a little <laughs> bit, but manages to <laughs> regain his footing. <laughs> uh, okay, right. I, I I will give it a try. I've, I've never used one of these before. Very very interesting. That's very so how simple. Does, how does this work? And he's holding it completely wrong, kind of pointing <laughs> at everybody. He's like, "How does this work?" Oh, 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 trigger oh, trigger God. discipline, gunk trigger discipline. <laughs> Oh, goodness, that thing moved very quickly. <laughs> Gunk, as you're turning to... around, everyone starts ducking and dodging. Yeah. A voice calls out through the room, and it echoes over the sound of the rushing water. Mirren, don't leave me. Uh, I think we should actually not stay here anymore. I think we should go back up the rope now. <laughs> It sounds like it was coming from the face on the other side. I'm not looking at the face on the other side. I presume everybody heard it this time. Yeah, Everyone heard it. Um, Why don't we just hunt this thing down and kill it? If okay. it plagues you, Mirren. It has traveled with us. <sighs> it seems that it is intent on following. I, I don't. I don't know. I guess we, nobody's ever not been killed by their follower, by their their ghost. I, I, in well, all our lore, it's never been done. Well, you won't have to face it. We'll face it for you. It's not our ghost. Okay, okay, okay. And I will, uh, Mirren will kind of like tilt her head a little bit just so she can get the like periphery of her vision to look at the face on the far side. You look at the face and for 
a moment you see Issa and you see instead of water coming out of the eyes, it's blood and it's red. You close your eyes, you look back and it is just the stone face, Rita's face with the water pouring out. Do not know why she was such a popular goddess back in the day. <laughs> All there is seems to be horrors that are around her now. Hmm. Okay, I will. Let's let's keep going. I can I can keep going. We can we can keep going. Don't worry, Marin. Your pack. I always will protect the pack. That doesn't include you, Wolford. Thank you, Bacho. We've got the other pack. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> so... okay, okay, God. Just Insert Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Pointed the ground. I mean, All right. then I'm going to hit the ground with it. I, and the Earth Mother would be very upset with me if I start shooting her. That's too, I, this, no, I don't. this is a stone floor, technically not the Earth Mother, though, right? Well, stone comes from Earth, does it not? I don't know. It's a very, but it's, it's a been gray area. It's altered a gray area. by big human hands. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I'm just going to hold off on shooting the ground for now. For now. Uh, are there are there ways out of here? Do, do we see other... So you said it's a big hall or any other... So looking around, you can see the center of the room had that uh, looked like it was used for a fire. Uh, you don't see any other doors leading out. Uh, there is the, the face on the other side, uh, and there's you know a lot of bodies uh, on the ground. But as far as you can tell, you don't see any doors right away. Let's oh. search through these bodies first. There might yeah. be something of use. Keep an eye on them. I'm going to, uh, if you keep an eye on the bodies, I want to, um, I'm going to investigate the face. I will Maybe. count the bodies and make sure that they no longer move. All right, so we'll start with the bodies. Uh, going through, you see that they used to have, you know, a decent amount of adventuring gear of various sorts. Most of it's rotten and decayed. The body that you saw in the tower is by far the newest body, and calling it new is very generous. Uh, the blades and weapons that the people in here had are uh, long since rusted past any use. You do find uh, a 19 pieces of copper between them all. I know, copper. I, I'm so stingy, aren't I? My gosh. I have no money. This is still a fortune to me. It kind of makes sense, though, when you think about it. Any other adventurer would have picked through most of it by now. This is the... Uh, like you guys remembered, this was a popular adventuring site. Uh, people would dig through. Yep, go ahead. Raise your hand. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're trying to pull fast one. The adventurer I found had four copper on him. Why didn't he take this copper then? Why didn't he take his, this copper? You That's a good question. The adventurer You'll have to ask gone. him. Oh. oh, crap. Is he alive? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this All is right. why we have to re-dead them a few times. Uh, Mirren is very thorough in making sure that they will stay dead. Uh maybe borrowing a dagger again. Yes. Gunk, as you go up and uh, check out the face, uh, let's have a, uh, we'll call it a, I'll give, I'll take scouting, lore, or insight here. And you'll get 
different responses based on what you choose. Um, I think I'm going to do lore. That's the only one I have points in, so I'm going to do that. Dude, three, six, three sixes. All right. You know that there was a major temple dedicated to each of the Kadaran, each of the children of the gods. For it to only have one room seems very strange. There's no way that this was all it was. And you start thinking, and most likely the, the clergy or the people who lived here um, had some sort of secret passage to the rest of the temple. It's all about finding it. You start investigating this face, being the focal point of the room. You see the water is just rushing out of those eyes, splashing into uh, this uh, retention pool in front of it. The pool is not overflowing. There has to be some sort of drain going somewhere. You can't see a drain. You look very thoroughly. You might even like feel around inside with your claws for like the creases, things like that. You don't uh, even really feel a current. Uh, whatever it is draining isn't draining so quickly that it's like pulling all the water to one section. But as you're here looking around, you do uh, kind of like look up. Now that you're at a different angle, your head uh, is sort of under the water that's uh, flowing out of the eyes. You're a bit closer to the face. You see her mouth is kind of like in a, a shocked a uh, slightly open position and there is an opening in the mouth big enough for like an arm to go through gunk very impetuous uh we'll put this hand into there and see if there is a mechanism oh i, I, and I am chop I apologize. amputated right away no, no you- <laughs> not again <laughs> Yes, Scraling can regenerate limbs. It's, it's in the lore. <laughs> Gunk, you, you put in your arm and you feel around. There's definitely some sort of mechanism in here. Almost like a, a key of sorts. Mm. Um, but the strange thing is it doesn't feel like a key shape would be. It feels rectangular. Uh, just a, like a box shape. Wait a second. A box shape. Hang on. Wait a second. Didn't I have a box? That's probably not the same thing, is it? Could it be? It could be. a box? He says this out loud. I did. Remember you gave me a box in like the opening adventure thing? I have some sort of... Mm-hmm. Why would uh, I remember that, Jeff? That was know, like four sessions because ago. You're extraordinarily well-organized and prepared GM. Um, <laughs> uh, he'll call out, uh, I think... Look around, find them. It's a keyhole, sort of, but not. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's like a square shape. Look, look, uh, look around. Maybe I. I, I don't know. And uh, and so yeah, he'll just call it to everybody else. Like search through all of their belongings. Something square. Something box like. Um, mm, I think. starts to search. Yeah, yeah, I think there is a secret way through here. Um, Mirren will search sort of the stone, what remains of the stone, original stone furniture around. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead, have 
one of you make a scouting test with bonuses from the others. So it'll be plus two or three. Gunk, are you helping search? Uh, no, I'll say I'm still just sort of examining the thing. They can, they can do that. Okay. So whoever is making the scouting gets a plus two. I've got six dice for scouting. Go ahead. Then I will give you the bonus. Yeah, I'll help you. Okay. One, two, three, four. Four. I got two ones. Yeah, I'll just stick with the four. All right. Four is plenty. Uh, You're searching around. Mirren's looking under benches. Uh, Zaldrin is searching the walls and any sort of nooks and crannies. And it's a fairly well-decorated hall. So there is a lot of... uh, places to look but at the same time it's not like there are you know shelves and like furniture that's like attached to anything so it doesn't take too long as you're looking around you don't find any sort of box shaped key nothing that fits uh, gunk's description there but bacho as you are going along you do feel a bit of a draft pushing towards one of the walls as in air is being sucked in. You start uh, feeling around and you find there is a crease uh, from a secret door here. And with a slight bit of pressure, you feel a little bit of a click and then it pops out towards you. Mm. Packmates, I think I have found a way in. Oh, excellent. Gunk, leave the terrible face crying pool. What? Let's. What? No, no. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Keep your hands. Uh, okay. Oh, it's over there? Uh, yes. Why would in there? Eh. It may not be the only one, Gunk. You know, out of curiosity, uh, he will. He's got this backpack. I imagine he would. He would bring his backpack with him because it has some things. Uh, and that box is in there. The curiosity is the shape, size, about right. It's about right. I believe the Earth Mother is, is guiding me. This is. This cannot be coincidence. One. One, one moment, Pacho. One moment. One moment. And I will try it because again, gunk and pictures. Yeah. So, a uh, refresher. The box that you have is a puzzle box. Yes. Uh, and it's covered in all sorts of symbols, very similar to those symbols that uh, the Ashkeshen runes on the tablet and mm. on those pedestals that uh, almost killed you all. So you can kind of like move it like an awkwardly shaped Rubik's Cube right. and shuffle symbols around. Whatever you have it on right now, it feels so close but it's just not right. As you push it in, it, it gets so close to being all the way in there, but not entirely there. Uh, looking around the room, is there any adornment in the room? Any any signs or sigils or symbols that might give hints as to what I'm, anything that might match which is what is on this puzzle box? Well, here, Gunk and Mirren will pull out the three tablets, the one that Wolford had and the two that they've got. Wolford the still one. has his. He he didn't actually give his up. He just showed it to Then me. I will pull out the uh, the other two that we picked up in the other yeah. one. Uh, he, maybe he doesn't there's... want to be dispensable. 
he, he can think that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Marion will pull out the other tablets. Uh, maybe there's some instructions on here. Oh, okay. Zaldrin okay. will sort of go over to Wolford. Uh, you have one of the tablets. Oh, no, I left that with the horses. I didn't want to bring it in here. You know, it's so dangerous in here as he's holding the torch with both hands still. Does he have a bag on him? Absolutely. As has been discussed, your place in this group has not yet been earned. Oh, you know what? I forgot I had my bag on me. Let me just check in here. It might be at the very bottom. You know, yes. this thing's so heavy that you yes. just can't always tell. I will hold the torch while you do that because you'll need oh, thank you. That's so to nice look of you. through your bag. You know, we're a great partnership. We're such a good team. We work really well together. It, it would be a shame if we ever uh, split up. Uh, oh, look, here it is. <laughs> thank you very much. And yeah, she, yeah. And, you know, you guys can borrow that. I'd like to get it back. Here's here's your torch back. We're oh, you want me to hold that again? Okay. Uh, here. Yeah. He takes the torch. <laughs> Zaldrin will uh, walk the uh, the other right. tablet over to Mirren and Gunk. Uh, Gunk, it will take some time for you to try and like read through this and decipher. Uh, if you guys want to wait on him, that's fine. If you guys want to check out the other door, that's fine too. Is it going to be like a quarter day? Are we going to like talk in like a full quarter day here while he figures it out or? Um, it's hard for him to know being a language that he's never truly read before. Well, let can help gunk a little bit with this. Maybe, um, if you guys scream, if you get stuck. Mm. I'd rather us all go together and it wouldn't hurt for us to warm up and rest a little bit. And, uh, so Bacho starts pulling all these bodies into a pile, and then he takes the torch from Woford and lights them. Oh, good use of fuel. So he can warm up a little bit. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, they're dry as can be. They go up quickly. Uh, and you guys can spend a quarter day warming up, if that's what you like. Uh, yes. While this is happening, Gunk and Mirren, you kind of like, pull up a bench near the fire and the torch to try and get some light. Um, one of you, give me a lore test with a plus one from the other helping. Uh, I only okay. have four, so I will give you the plus one. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so... Uh, right. Uh, I have one success. Would having extra successes matter? It would make things go faster. Okay, I'll push then to see if I can get any more. Uh, I got two more, so I have a total of three. Okay. Surprisingly, it doesn't take you that long. Uh, you do have to comb through most of the tablets, and it's all gibberish. Uh, like, these are symbols that have no real meaning and the more you read them, the more it seems like they change. Despite being etched in stone, you could swear that the, the symbols look different every time you get to the next line. If you go back to the previous line, they look different than they were before. You can't spot any movement. It's not like you can see them shifting in front of your eyes. But you would just swear like, oh, no, that, that was the wrong order. I just read that. 
And it makes it very confusing and frustrating to try and decipher this. But after uh, it, probably a half hour or so, there's a point where your brain just kind of like falls into a sort of meditation uh, as you're going through this and you kind of stop using your uh, active thinking and your subconscious just kind of like takes over. And a few of the runes just kind of like stand out to you, almost like they're flashing on the pedestal. There's no actual light. There's no actual magic here. But you can just see on your puzzle box, you can see how to spell the name Brita. And you just feel like that's it. Marin, Marin, I've got it. Oh, yes. go, oh great. And then we go I this, think they this. changed on me again. Uh-huh. They did the shifting. They're, sh- they're like shadows. They just move and flicker in the... Yes, yes, no, yes. no, no, no. I think this is yes. it. I did. This is it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Is everybody stand at ready. Don't know what's going to happen. I could obliterate all of us right now. But uh, Okay, that's fair. It's better than go. the death of what they got. There's like 50-50 chance I think I put this in the mouth and that's... suddenly like we drown in cold water. But, you know, also treasure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, just so you guys know, you did really well on that roll, so it has not been the quarter day required for Bacho to not be cold. If you guys want to wait before you do this, you can't. Let's wait, Gunk, for a while. I'm still shivering. I... I need to thaw out before we run into any more trouble. Of course, okay. of course, of course. That's uh, no problem. And those of you who had like downtime activities that you wanted to do, you could spend this quarter day like training or something like that if that's what you want. <laughs> I'm not quite sure the hunting is uh, <laughs> ideal down here. <laughs> Wofford would not appreciate it. <laughs> um, could we right. climb up the rope and, and fish off the top of the tower a little bit? Absolutely, you could, yes. Uh, it, it would, you know, take some time to like start chipping through ice. Uh, I have long spear. It's actually your spear, but you're better spear. off like going to the edge where it's thinner as well, because you know that, that ice is thick by the time. Uh, but you'll be able to uh, do some fishing. So go ahead and make that a uh, survival roll. Can I help uh, Mirren with that? And so that I can go check on uh, the bend? Yeah, give her a plus one. And the, I believe, I was just trying to do a quick check here. The fish hook and line gives me an additional plus one, I believe. Yeah, yes. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So survival. That is three, two, and then a gear dice and one. Thank you very much, soldier. Uh, that is. One six, but I have no no ones, so I am going to push. Uh, I have uh, Zaldrin got a one, uh, but we have a second six. Okay. Uh, so that means you get two units of fish, um, which you can consume raw if you'd like. But if you cook them um, by a chef, I think you're a chef. Do you have the chef talent? Uh, if you don't, you can take it to an inn and they can cook it, and then it it becomes a resource die instead of I just a single fish. Might have been raised in a kitchen, but I apparently don't actually know how to cook that well. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so if it push comes to shove, you can eat the fish raw, and it'll take the place of rolling on the resource die. All right. Uh, Bacho, you spent the quarter day huddling up. Gunk, what else? Did you want to do anything? Um... 
Not really, unless I could. I can't do a full rest. I don't. I, I can't rest for the quarter day since I was working on some things. No, there's nothing in particular I'm looking to do. Okay, so uh, Mirren and Zaldrin, uh, Ven is doing fine. Cloud is doing fine. It doesn't seem like anything's come out into the lake. Uh, if something did, you don't actually have them tied to anything, so they could run. They're just tied to each other. Right, right. right. Uh, and there's plenty of sight lines for, uh, you know, it's a, a lake covered in snow, but there's no cover. So if something came towards Ven, she'd be able to notice. Uh, once everyone gathers back in, Gunk, you know, you're shaking with anticipation. You've got this puzzle box ready, and you, you're just itching to put it in. Uh you reach your arm in there with the puzzle box and it fits perfectly uh, like it was just meant to be there. And as it connects, you hear a rumbling underneath you. You, you feel the shaking. You look down at this retention pond that you're, uh, you're standing on the wall for it. And the floor of the entire pond is just being pulled back, revealing a stairway going down. This water is still coming out of the face, just drenching these stairs, uh, running down, but there is a passage going down. There's stairs. There's stairs here. Gonk, Mirren, your geniuses. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I was mostly gunk, but appreciate it. No, no, no. Team effort, team effort, team effort. Team effort, team effort. All right, so you have a stairway going down, and you have a secret door that leads to the same level that you're on. What would you guys like to do? Check out the same level first, or? I'd make sure nothing comes behind us. All right. So you uh, pop open that door again. You had it closed while you were warming up just to make sure. Uh, You open it up, and it appears to be a scriptorium or a library of sorts. There's a... wooden shelves that are old and rotten as can be and they're stacked with parchments in vellums animal hides that have been tanned to use as paper basically um just stacked and stacked all over the walls there's a few desks that have been uh like rotten in place like a few legs have broken and they're kind of tilted over but most of them are in the same place that they would have been in hundreds of years ago you do see that there is a Uh, another door on the far side of the room, but this room uh, is just almost entirely a scriptorium slash library. Botcher will head over to one of the desks and just, you know, take the piece. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Going through the desk, you can find that there were a couple like drawers and cubbies to keep things in. Uh, there's a few like glass vials that the ink inside has long since dried, quills that are just useless by now. You do find uh, each desk had a candlestick that was made out of a very nice silver. Uh, you feel like you could get a good price for it. Uh, there are eight of those, one for each desk. Um. Mirren would like to, you said that there was animal t- uh, animal hide tanned to, to paper? Yes, there's parchment and there's vellum, which is the animal hide. Uh, well, I would try to grab like a good like amount of paper that we might draw maps or write notes or anything uh, on. Okay. Uh, as you go and you start uh, checking the shelves, you can see by sight that it 
doesn't look likely that it'll be useful. This stuff is so old and it's not been maintained. Do you want to sift through it to try and find like good pieces? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you start sifting through, just a cloud of dust begins to like rise up and you realize some of this was very moldy as well, uh, just from being so in a dark, dank place. I need an endurance roll from you. Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, And this is going to be an opposed roll. Oh, dear. Uh, ooh, this is, let's see. Well, the good. Hey, we still have those uh, audience dice, right? You do, yes. yes. We have and lots I rolled and lots one success. <laughs> I uh, would like an audience dice, please, and thank you. Got it. I rolled one success. All right. Uh, I believe meets it, beats it. Uh, so you think you're fairly safe, you know, like no big deal, but it cannot be good breathing that stuff. Mirren like turns around and it looks like her front half is just covered in uh, like the flower effect to where it's all over her face and everything. I don't, don't go through the papers. <laughs> You've got something on your, yeah. Uh, here, here. It, it's just kind of moving it. Okay. It, it's fine. It's fine. Maybe. You can wipe your face off on my tail if you want. Oh, thank, thank you, Bacho. <laughs> All right. Uh, and there was one other door on the far side there. Do you guys want to keep pushing forward? You feel like you've yeah. searched everything here. Okay. Uh, you open up that uh, door on the far side, and you find uh, what looks to be living quarters, shared living quarters. Uh, there are four bunk beds, so it looks like there were eight priests or monks of some sort that lived here. Uh, and there's a few uh, chests in like containers. They're all very, very old and decrepit. Hinges are rusted. Uh, doesn't look like there were even locks on it in the first place. Uh, but you can start rummaging through there if that's what you guys want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you start searching through there. You find five silver pieces in a bag. Now we're talking. Four copper pieces. God dang it. These these (laughs) cheap I'll take the copper. I'll take the copper. So you find this coin purse, and it's really the only thing that's still of value. Most of this in here, it appears that they lived fairly simple lives. Uh, The uh, textiles are incredibly decayed by this point and useless. Uh, The straw that they had for their beds is rotten so it's even gone you just uh, can see the lingering dirt in the beds now the wood doesn't look like you would even trust your weight to it Uh, it's a miracle that some of these beds are even still standing so that is the only valuables that you've found so far so far i've uh there's a stairway going down still I, I put everything, the night work pelt, the 27 copper pieces, the five silver pieces, and the eight silver candlesticks in the notes page of our of our party group. So sounds good. You're referring to the stairs back by the mouth, right? Yes, yeah. by the face. Okay. There's nothing in there's no sudden stairs in here. Okay. No. Uh it was just these two rooms in this secret door. Uh you're pretty fortunate that you even found this and that it had not been discovered by other adventurers. Right. Well, shall we go below now? Yes. He's kind of yes. Bop. He's kind of like hopping up and down at this. He's very <laughs> excited. 
All right. So you start heading towards that stairway. First thing you notice is that it's going to be difficult to walk down. These stairs are stone and they are slick from all this water going down. And this water is freezing and it's just splashing down. It's going to be almost impossible to go down these stairs without getting your legs wet. Uh, And you kind of have to like uh, sidestep to even get onto the stairway without it being splashed by the fountain. Woford, of course. Uh, you guys want me to wait up here? It looks kind of dark down there. Uh, that's no. why we need the torch. Torch. Oh, yeah. you can have it. Here you go. No, you're no. coming with us. Okay. Uh, can I get my tablet back? Yeah. Uh, wait after we come time. back. I might need them to decipher something below, but uh, later, later. Don't are, worry. We're are you sure of the team, Wolfert? Do you not trust you Gunk? That- are you... I can't. I can't believe he does not trust you. Me. I can't to kill believe you. he doesn't trust you, Gunk. That I trust is, you implicitly. That is just. That is just locker room talk, buddy. Come on. Gotta, <laughs> come on. We're friends. We say things like this to each other. You know. Oh, come on. Okay. Okay. He grips the torch even tighter. There you uh, go. Hold marching it nice order. And tight. Uh, does uh, would it be useful for anyone to sort of get on shoulders with this kind of water situation? Maybe later, right now, going down the stairway would be a little too tight for like a halfling okay. to be on top of a human-sized person. Okay. Uh, Gunk will always want to stay either, you know, one of the t- one of the first two, just because of his dark vision, so he can kind of get a quick assessment. So, Bacha would want to go first because he would want to yeah. keep the rest of the pack members safe. I think that makes sense, Bacha. Then Mirren's watching the back with an arrow. All right. BGZM got it. Uh, Bacho, you're going first. Uh, you have a little bit of light from <laughs> Wilford. Who is, you have to babysit Wilford. <laughs> it's fine. Who, it's who is fine. in the yeah the middle of the group there? Uh, Zaldrin's watching him. Um, Bacho will will light his own torch and carry it in the front too. Okay, yeah. Uh, Wilford thinks that's a great idea. I bet he does. <laughs> so you've got your torch and you're holding it. And you have to really watch your step here. Like I said, it's slip. You don't need to make any, it's slippery. Uh, you don't need to make any checks or anything like that. But it is uh, something that like every now and then you lose your footing. You have to steady yourself. You reach out for the wall. It's narrow and it's dark. And it appears to be just a straight shot down. Uh, like a fairly steep angle to the, these narrow, the stairs are very narrow. So you're kind of, Uh, going down at a rate that you're not quite used to. Uh, And it gives you a bit of vertigo as well. Uh, As you're looking straight ahead, you just see uh, uh, of the tunnel. Uh, So you kind of have to angle. Yeah. This continues for a couple minutes. Uh, You're going a very deep way down. And the longer you get, the more you think this was not for normal use. There's no way the priest came down here that often. Perhaps you're right, Gunk. This may be the way to their treasure. I know. I mean, they've, they've hidden it very well. Oh, he's like he's like still kind of hopping up and down a little bit, occasionally slipping on the water. Like very they excited. They wanted to bury the bones very deeply. <laughs> I you mean, make it to a landing. Bacho, you think it's a landing because it opens up and it's wider. You can see the room expands a little bit, but all you see is water. 
at the angle you are right now, you're still like three or four stairs up above this water. So you can't see like how far the room really goes, but you don't know how uh, deep it actually is either. These stairs, you know, the water could come up to your chest even, uh, or possibly higher based on how far these stairs go. He relays that back to everyone else. You want to go in the water? You want to go for a dip? Yeah, he'll keep pushing forward. All right. Uh, you have to search for each step with your feet by touch. The water is so dark and uh, mucky. Uh, it's kind of like oily. Like You can see that there are some uh, iridescent colors that swirl around here. and You hold your torch up high to make sure that you don't uh, put it out by it. Every time you take a step forward, you have to feel for the, the step below until finally you feel the landing and you are waist deep right now. This water is freezing, literally ice cold. Uh, so you finally warmed up again. And you know that if you're <laughs> in here very long without being able to warm up after, you will be. We may freeze down here if we're not quick, my friends. And Bacho has got the torch in his left hand and his long sword in his right hand. So he's prepared. He's, he's already seen enough bad things in here not to, not to already be ready. Um, um, can, can Gunk yes. climb on Bacho's back at this point? At this point, absolutely you could. Okay. Uh, you still have to uh, deal with the, the stairs being an awkward angle, but you can kind of get on before you actually go in the water. Because otherwise, Gunk, you'd be up to your ears. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So yeah. I'm going to climb up, but then while I'm up there, I'm also going to cast a spell because uh, you're saying like it's it, like there's gunk, there's, hey, that's me, uh, <laughs> grime and darkness. Uh, I'm going to cast True Sight to see, which lets me see through darkness, smoke, fog, autumn, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff. And um, I'm going to Does see. Does it let you see through oily water? Um, I mean, if, if, if you're I would gonna take be, the argument, but I, I, I would like to read it. Uh, yeah, it lets you see in darkness through smoke and fog and automatically th see through any kind of disguise or shapeshift. What is fog if not water in the air? <laughs> I, I really enjoy a good argument. Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll I say mean, you can see through it. I mean, honestly, I would, okay. I would actually want you to make your argument why it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's water, not fog. Fog is a vapor, not a liquid. Okay. It is still dark, right? It is still dark, yes. Well, I can see, but you darkness. can already see in the dark. Well, this one lets me see in the darkness even better. <laughs> I would point out, though, that that both liquids and gases are both fluids. I was already going to let you guys do it. <laughs> you just I thought I heard the, the yes. <laughs> I thought I heard the yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Gunky, you cast your spell, uh, and you can see. The floor underneath is very uneven. It almost looks as if it's a sort of maze. Like there are walkways and then the, the floor just drops down uh, if you're not standing in the correct spots. Okay. Uh, so I will carefully relay all of that to Bacho. Um, and I'm going to... So like we don't want to drop down. So I'm going to try to basically tell him where to go. Like I'm going to try to stand on his back. Okay, there. Absolutely. Left. Go two steps left. Everybody follow very closely and carefully. 
Um, Zaldrin. Yes. I fear this might be a bit deep for me. Do you mind if I get a piggyback, please? (laughs) And she kind of, you know, kneels down so that you can kind of get up. Woford's kind of like crouched down on the stairs. Uh, There enough space for me up there too, Zaldrin? Uh, You, you are, you are, you are tall enough. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll stay on these stairs for a little bit. No, you're, just, no. uh, you're, you're in, you're in the middle. Like, so you, you would be blocking our, uh, way forward. So, uh, just listen to Gunk. Y- y- you have Gunk to says. keep going. Yes. Wolford, buddy, we can't do this without you. We need you. We need you, man. Come on. Okay. Can I just like grab Bacho's tail or something? So I know no, the, no, no, the no, right no, way no, to no, go. No, no. You don't want to be up close. This is the most dangerous spot is right up front with us. Okay. We, we, we you're like the VIP. You're in the back. Okay. Zaldrin, can I like grab your ponytail then? Okay. That's just rude. Here, I will know that you are behind me. So sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he, he grabs your ponytail, and at first he's holding it a little close to the torch to make you nervous. You tell him to uh, keep the torch away, and he does. I, Bacho and Gunk, you're I in the front. I have a fishing line. Just just hold the other side of the fishing line. That's you can much see. better than my <laughs> hair. Thank you, Mary. Yes, I thought it might. Yes. All right, so you got the fishing line going between the two of you. Uh, and you do have to stay fairly close if Gunk is guiding all of you, uh, but it is easier, especially because he can see. Gunk, you can see this pathway as you're like higher up and looking down. It's very serpentine and it looks kind of decorated. Like there are parts that stick up, like they might be like a a scale or a fin or something like that that stick out on the sides. Uh, And it is very intensive to guide Bacho and make sure that he's going the right way because the angles change so much. Bacho is a lot taller than you, so he takes longer strides than you're used to. Uh, But uh, carefully and thoroughly, you're able to start moving. As you're looking across this room, uh, it's probably just a 50 foot by 20 foot rectangle. You can see on the far side of the room, just above the waterline, uh, just like a half inch or so above the waterline, is a flat silver surface. And I mean silver, like it, it has the metallic shine to it. And there is a stand on top in the center of that surface. And on top of that stand, you see a ring, uh, a circle, a circlet, maybe, maybe a crown of driftwood. Bacho, Bacho, treasure. Yes, I'll get us there. All right. Uh, Let's go ahead and... What did we say for our sensual speak? Uh, did we say it was uh, manipulation, empathy? For the what? Uh, for how you two commu- communicate sensually. Se- sensually? Whoa. The, I the mean, sense, sense, we're sense. There's nothing romantic <laughs> here. Okay. Um, I don't remember. Let's go um, ahead and make a test for I think how... Well, you get across this guiding. I think it was Wit's insight. Because everyone else might as well be blindfolded. You're the only one who can see gunk. Okay. So whatever you feel like is your best leadership skill to like guide them across, I'm going to hear an argument. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't see 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't see anything other. I mean, it's got to be insight, or yeah, it's got to be insight. I don't see any anything else okay. really makes sense. Yeah, let's do insight. Skills. Okay, audience dice. I will take an audience dice because I am okay. down a point of wits. So I'll go ahead and take that. Uh, and I'm going to ask for a move hands, check for the rest of you. My hands are off. My hands are off. <laughs> and you'll get phone. a plus one for each success he gets here. I swear to God, I am not lying. I'll have Melissa walk down the hall. My hands are up. I roll <laughs> four do dice. It. Walk down <laughs> the hall. Come down, down the hall. Come down the hall. <laughs> four dice, all sixes. I swear to God. Yatsy. You liar. I swear to God. I'll, I'll keep right. my hands up for the rest so of the session. You guys get to make a move check plus four. Move check plus four. Oh, hand went under the camera. We know it changed. <laughs> no, it did no, it. It's too late. No, it did it. It's fine. Move. <laughs> Uh, uh, three successes. Plus four. Uh, I really one, want to mute my two. mic because that's what I usually <laughs> do, but I can't because my hand's kind of. Your hand down. already went down. Sorry we already you know you're a liar. It's four totally successes on seven dice. Four successes. Wow. Mirren, how about you? Oh, no. You're on Zaldrin. Never I'm, mind. I'm, I'm sorry. You don't have to. Yeah, my bad. Uh, let me roll for Woford here. If Zaldrin went down, I was going down with her. Uh, Woford, with all those dice, only got one success, but it's enough. Gunk, uh, you successfully guide everyone uh, uh, through the serpentine path, and it's very circu- circuitous. Why do I always say that word when I can't pronounce it? Um, and it doubles back on itself at certain points and does rather large loops. You tr- cross through most of this room uh, to get over to this table, but you are there, and you... Uh, see this table with this driftwood-sized crown? Uh, once you get closer to the table, there is a bit of a ledge around the whole thing, so all of you can stand with uh, somewhat a bit of safety. Uh, as long as you're close to the table, you don't have to worry about falling off the ledge. Do we what are you guys doing? This is going to have some sort of Trap? Yes. Gunk will uh, cast a spell. I am moving my hand down (laughs) to bring up my talent tab so that I can get the full description of the spell. I love that you're still doing this. Like we don't have cameras that you couldn't just point down. I can't. You don't want to mess up the angle. Yeah. Yeah, All right, all right. So, so we didn't get the benefit of like what I like getting my third level spells like from the XP burn, right? We didn't get those yet. You know, you know what I'm talking about? You did not spend the quarter day. Okay. Well, no, because sure. going to rank three, you don't need to train. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Bothered. Rank three should be good. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I am going to uh, cast a spell, a new spell. In fact, um, throwing me a curveball. Okay. I'm not sure if I should, I'm trying to decide which one's better. Um, the most powerful one. Uh, actually, it actually might be the other one might still be better. Okay. Um, okay. I will, um, I will cast a spell. I'm going to cast divination. Um, eh, no, Nah, no, nah, because he'll 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 screw with that one. I'll just do uh, I'll just I'll just do a true I'll path. Screw with that one. Oh <laughs> my goodness! You'll, you'll undercut 
I give you the benefit of the doubt every time. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, looking through oily water right now. Gems should look for a reason to say yes, not for a reason to say no. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to I'm going to cast True Path. Um, so the spell can guide you to the right path when you face a difficult decision. I've cast this before. It's when I was in the war and I, I did that. Um, so I'm trying to get a sense of the wisdom of just grabbing this thing off its, off its, uh, its edifice here. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the decision. So let me roll, I'm rolling a die to make sure there's, it's not going to like backfire on me or anything. You see, now I'm annoyed that you cast this spell instead of the other one because you're going to say I'm (laughs) screwing with you when I give you this answer. No, I mean, I was just sort of teasing, but like the other one is a, the other one is a ritual. So it would take a little longer and it's, it's, it's basically divination. I can see visions of the future. uh, And I would, I can ask the GM questions about yourself or someone else present at this seance. Uh, And so I was going to seance. Yeah. And so it was going to be like a... Aaron doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Figuring out. I, th- I think True Path makes more sense uh, in this case. So I'm okay. just going to roll True Path. Uh, you rolled. You didn't get a misfire or anything yeah, no because misfire. you have the right rank. Um, mm-hmm. You get the feeling. I know it's supposed to be a yes or no, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, you get the feeling that there's no inherent danger in lifting the crown okay um okay so if that's the case i will say i i there might be other dangers but i i have not spoken of this very often but i have um i have an intuition it is the the earth mother i i she she grants me wisdom at times uh, she is the reason I have I got out of the war and alive and, and many other scraps that I've been in before. And, and there have been times in which I have been able to uh, to clean a certain um, danger before it actually appears. I think we're okay to lift it. Mm. I trust you, brother. I would still be careful because it it was the undead voice of my best friend who brought us uh, attention towards this area. That is fair. I, I am just saying I don't think it's necessarily trapped. And it, it could, you're right, it could do something else elsewhere. But I think just the lifting of this, I think, okay. I think that is okay. I trust okay. you. Trust in the earth, mother. All right, so who's lifting it? Uh, I mean, Gunk will pick it up or give it to Gunk. Gunk Uh, Gunk, you would have to like get on the table to like be able to reach it. Uh, But Bacho, you've got the arm length. Uh, You lift it up. Uh, The stand that it's on is very nice. Uh, Not extremely decorated, but it's built into the table. This table is a good chunk of silver. Uh, It's also a big table. So if you were trying to get it out, it'd be very difficult, but it, it would be very valuable. The crown itself... Uh, you lift it, and you feel a sharp prick in your finger as you lift it. It's nothing to worry about. Uh, just a, a little bit of a slice, like a paper cut. You look inside. There is a ring of teeth inside this driftwood crown. And at first, you you feel a sense of fear and trepidation as you think of these creatures you've seen and like the rings in concentric circles. But thankfully, these teeth are very different shape. Uh, they look like maybe porpoise teeth, like dolphin teeth, like they're rounded, maybe some sort of fish tooth. 
but they are entirely around the inside of the crown and they're incredibly sharp as well. So anyone wearing the crown would be pierced by these. Uh, Bacho hands it to Gonk. Be wary, my friend. It's There's teeth on the inside circle. It's, they're quite sharp. What kind of person puts teeth on the inside of something you wear on the head? That's it. Gunk, a, as you take the crown out of Macho's hands, too, the crown resizes itself. It, it kind of shrinks a little bit, but that it would be the size to fit you. I'm gonna look at everybody. Uh, oh, it's clearly oh. magic, Bacho. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna impetuously, as that is Gunk's way. We'll put it on the <laughs> All right, let me uh, show you an item here. Uh, that is the scrailing way. We don't hosting it in the chat here for uh, everyone to see. This is Brita Sorrow. It's a <gasps> crown of driftwood, and it's got sharp teeth ringing along the inside. The crown adjusts in size to the one wearing it and immediately deals one damage to strength or agility when you equip it. This damage cannot be healed while the crown is still worn. There's nothing that prevents you from taking the crown off, though. Okay. While the crown is equipped, it provides a plus two gear bonus to fishing and swimming. It also grants a D8 artifact dice to lead the way rolls while you're on a sea vessel. Cool. Additionally, once per day, if you use an ability that costs a willpower, you can choose to use the crown instead, in, se- in a sense, giving you a free willpower. Wow. Nice. All right, I'll go ahead Very and take... Cool. A point Gunk, of agility that, damage. Gunk, you look you're putting it on good right on you. away. Very regal. Oh, oh, this is nice. Oh, ow, ow. Okay, no, that. Okay, it's a, it's slight prick in the back, like yeah. right there. Oh, as goodness. he's wearing this crown, you all look at him now, and you can see a little bit of blood comes down from the forehead, and it trickles down a drop on each side, so it looks like he has bloody tears coming down on both sides of his nose. Uh, not to alarm you, but you, you look like the face out there with the blood in the eyes and yes. What? I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, well, you're, you're not, you're not crying. You're bleeding. Oh, yeah, that's, from, that's from why head. it's all red. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's why it stings too. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I feel Gunk. something. You you clean your eyes a little bit and you look down at like the, the murky water and trying to get a reflection to make sure you, you clean enough off and you see movement under the water. Oh, crap, man. There's something <laughs> down there. Oh, don't say that. Something like we should go the other direction. We should go back. We should go. We should go. I can't see where to go. Where's the path? Get out we, of the we way. We need your sight. <laughs> We need to go, 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 go. All right, Gunk, you start trying to guide Bacho, and you guys have a vague memory of this path, but again, it's very uh, elaborate and difficult, and you start taking a couple steps, and then with a whoosh, a giant splash, five, six different tentacles come out of the water, and they start swinging at you all, and that's where we're going to cut for the night. We will pick up (laughs) next week. Uh, with you guys fighting this uh, sea creature uh, with very treacherous footing. All right. Uh, Gunk has a crown. That was awesome. And Gunk is now King Gunk.
Uh. Yes. <laughs> you all can still call. You can, all of you. We're, we're friends. Your highness will do just fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aaron, what do we got going on at Garblag? And then I'll kick it over to Jeff to take us out. Well, let's see. What do we got on Garblag? So tomorrow we may be playing episode two of Shillings and Crossbones, our new Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay fourth edition campaign where we're... Uh, we're going to be traveling up into Norska and then across the Sea of Claws and then to Lustria since the new Lustria book comes out tomorrow. And yes, I will be buying That's it where the tomorrow. lizard people are, right? That's where the lizard people Those are. Those are my favorite. Big fun. So uh, that's, uh, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, then on Thursday, uh, I believe Pete uh, is still running his um, OSR campaign for perhaps another week. Thursday night, I believe, uh, we'll be back with Octum Cthulhu, Shadows of Atlantis. I won't be joining everybody because it's my anniversary and I don't want to get another divorce, but everybody else should be playing on Thursday. Uh, and then come back next Tuesday and Millie will be running some more Coriolis for us. Oh, and I got one shout out, Jeff, before you take it away. Uh, Go for it, man. Tomorrow is my wife's birthday. So happy birthday, Leah. I love you very much. Congrats on turning 22. <laughs> happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday all right jeff take us out sorry i was just typing happy birthday uh let's see what do we got uh so normally we would have blade runner and one ring this friday and saturday uh but uh but melissa and i are off this weekend we should be back on monday for our horror on the orient express game for call of cthulhu so you should come back for that uh, you should also go check out the YouTube channel as we got tons of games up there, including uh, Steven's last campaign, Haunted West, Conan, which uh, which Aaron is running for us every other Friday, uh, Vase and tons of free league games. You should come back for that. Uh, and the other thing I, I want to mention, I'll plug it here since this is I know a lot of free league fans are probably watching this. You should come hang out with us March 25th. Mark your calendar. Uh, it's going to be episode 50 of our One Ring campaign. And we have a big old giveaway. We're planning uh, our friends at Norse Foundry where Aaron and I, we didn't plan this, are wearing our Norse Foundry shirts. Uh, they're going to help us give away some dice. And then Free League has given us tons of goodies, uh, tons of wondering goodies to give away as well, uh, both physical and digital. Uh, so everyone, mark your calendars. Come hang out with us on the 25th uh, and win some cool stuff. Uh, and if uh, if you haven't followed the channel, please do. If you haven't followed the YouTube channel as well, go ahead and do that too. Otherwise, uh, thank you for running this, Stephen. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and raid uh, Laugh, Love, Lindy. And so when that... Uh, when that raid stuff pops up, follow with us. Have a great rest of your night. We'll see you later in the week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye.